Welcome to Girl Talk Goals Podcast. I'm Bree. And I'm Brooklyn. We're strong women, wives, mamas, and doers. Join us weekly for conversations on being the best version of yourself while keeping it real, having some laughs, juggling family, business, and a dress size that's not what it once was. Each week on this podcast, we're going to take you behind the scenes with goal getters that inspire us the most. Real life women whose dreams haven't died. We're no longer hoping and dreaming. We're doing. Join us for this crazy journey. Are you ready? (laughs) Welcome to our first episode. We are so excited that you are here and you decided to take this journey with us. So the very first topic of our first episode, we titled it Not Content Next. First of all, we want to make sure that no matter you whether you are a young woman creating the life you desire, whether you are a newlywed or engaged woman, or even if you are a more seasoned woman in your next stage of life, being a mom, being a grandma, we want to make sure that we are helping you set those goals, helping you go after your dreams. And so that's what this first episode is all about. I'm so excited right now. This is Me this too. is crazy. And we're just, again, we're so thankful and grateful for everyone that's going to be tuning in and listening. And this is going to be really fun. So let's jump right in. What do you got for us, Bree? Okay. So this episode, like I said, the title is Not Content Next. Each of our episodes will have a title and have a theme around them. So this one kind of inspired me a little bit, a lot, inspired Brooklyn. So it is all about being okay to want more. I think in today's society, and we chatted about this a little bit on our teaser episode. So if you haven't listened to those, make sure you scroll back and listen to um, teaser one and two because you'll get to know Bree and I a little better. But we talked about how today's society, um, especially just with women, it's very judgy. And a yeah. lot of times, no matter what stage in life you are in, but especially in like motherhood, it can be hard to want more in life. And I think it starts in when you're a young woman growing and you start in the work field and you're in school, it's always expected of you to kind of take the back seat almost a little bit. And yeah. so it we're instilled from a young age that it's not okay to continuously want more, that you should just be happy with what you have, which I think obviously, but I think people misconstrue happiness and gratefulness. Yes, there is definitely a huge difference. So this is going to be what you can do to help yourself be happier, what you might be doing in your life that you want to stop doing. So this kind of got inspired by this Forbes article that I read, and we're going to link it below. So if you want to check out more details about it, you can. But these were some of the tips and some of the bullet points that I got from this article that we're going to take it one step further, kind of put our twist on it, and hopefully help you in the process. So number one, ways to increase your happiness and step out of your contentment zone, I guess you would say. I guess that, is that a good word? Contentment zone? I totally just made that up. Sometimes I make up my own We have our own podcast. We can make up whatever we want We totally can. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Okay, so one is hanging around negative people. And I start with this one because it's little and it's easy 
to change. It's easy to set that little goal. So I want to challenge you. I know there's one negative person in your life. I know that I have at least one in my life right now that just when I take a step back, what do you say about the five people you surround yourself with, Brooklyn? You are most like the five people that you surround yourself with. So if you can think in your mind right now, and that honestly, I mean, if you surround yourself with just family, think about how you talk while you're around your family. So it goes back to like accents. I'm from Georgia, and the moment I get around my family that's in Georgia, my twang comes back faster than you can say hot dang, okay? So and so that's true. That's the case. That's the meat behind this is that think of your circle. And I also read once that if you aren't surrounded by a circle that's cheering you on, you are actually not in a circle. You're in a cage. That's great advice. And so with that, I would challenge you not just you, Brooklyn, but anyone who's listening, think about those five people that you surround yourself with. Do they really all need to be there? Right. And it's hard, especially when you get of age and you grow out of that like high school, college time where you can be friends with anybody you just sit next to. You are more reserved. And so it's harder when you've had those friends for such a long time, Mm -hmm. but you know that they bring you down and they're toxic and they're never the one rooting for you, it's hard to let them go because you're like, gosh, they're the only friend I have. Well, girlfriend, you can do bad all by yourself. Yes. So you don't need someone else doing it with you. So that's what I, I've said that to my mom a lot. She's dating or now she's got a man, but um, that's for a whole nother episode. (laughs) Uh, But it's true. I told her there's no reason to settle just because you want to be around someone. Because you can do bad all by yourself. And that goes along with another point that negativity and complaining and when you're around people that are negative and complaining in any sense, and I deal with this a lot coming from a corporate environment and things are ever flows and changing and it doesn't just have to be your friends. It can be your work environment. It can be your family life. But thinking about like the negative people that you're personally choosing to hang around with. And then there's also those negative people that are in your life because they're forced to be there because maybe you have a family tied to them, or maybe you have a business tied to them, but what is your interaction going to be with them? So just take a step back, think about one, if they need to be there at all. And if you can make that change and you're willing to make that change for your own happiness and to do you, how are you going to interact with them? Like, do you see yourself engaging less because you want to strive for more happiness in your life. Okay. So, and I've done that a lot from personal experience. So if you guys have questions or anything, you can always connect with us. The easiest way is through Instagram, but just know that we are here to answer your questions because we've both been through so much. So the next is comparing your life to others, like that keeping up with the Joneses thing. It just drags down your contentment and it drags down a little bit of your happiness. And it can also drag down you trying to reach your goals or trying to strive for more. And it did that a lot for me. And with social media these days, you can at the click of a button, compare yourself to anyone and everyone. And if you just stop doing that, try for maybe three days, three days, 72 hours. Don't look at the people you don't want to look at on Instagram. Don't 
compare yourself to the girl that's sitting next to you at work. Just try it for three days, and I promise you it will make the littlest difference, but it will start to snowball something that you can really keep with this and not need to compare yourself. And I think some people might be confused on how the comparison trap fits into not being content because some people may think, well, if I compare, then I'll stay in contentment. So what do you mean by that? But sometimes with comparing yourself, it keeps you from striving to hit those goals because you do compare yourself to someone that is on chapter 10 when you're just on chapter one. So comparing your chapter one to their chapter 10 is not fair because you don't know how they got there. So sometimes it keeps you from wanting more and then that's not good. So then you stay in a complacent area to where you're unhappy and because of that comparison trap, you are now content. And we're just at a place to where we don't want to be that anymore. So I love, I love that you can kind of flip that comparison trap into a positive and yeah. it not be, don't compare, be happy where you are. No, don't compare so that you can excel from where you are. Exactly. That's really good. Okay, so the next one is living in the present and how to do this even when you think you are content, but you want to be a little bit more content. So how do you, how would you interpret living in the present to get you to live a happier lifestyle, to be happier, to just not be content, but when you take a moment and actually live in the present, you want to strive for more? Yeah, I think when you sit back and really appreciate what is happening in your life at that moment, it motivates you to either keep that intensity or to dream bigger. So when you can fully embrace and be in the moment, I think you you become that grateful sense of human being and genuinely it makes you want more of that. So I, I feel like that, that's what happened yeah. to me. And like having two kids and being content with my two kids and taking a moment to just learn and it took a while to like learn to appreciate them to get those negative people out of my life to realize who I was forced to be around that was negative and then to stop comparing myself to others those were three big things that really made me want to live in the present which actually strive me to start this podcast to ask Brooklyn to be part of it to want to have other dreams and goals for myself that take stepping stones to get there but it all took just taking that step back, being in the present moment, living with my family. Some days that would mean setting down social media. Other days that would mean just blocking my time better. Mm -hmm. Some days it was all about like just laying on the couch and hanging out with my family or spending a day with my girlfriends because that's what I wanted in my life. So living in the present and being in the moment did make me want to strive for more. Yeah, I think also... You can even take that living in the moment even a step further and going, you only have this moment in time. Tomorrow is not promised. So why not give it everything you've got? So some people might think living in the moment just means simplicity, and it can. And it can be just being grateful for everything that's happening. And then some people can say, live in the moment and seize the day, like carpe diem, like go for it. And so I think we're combining I think we are because we learn to live in the moment through taking a step back, learning how to be grateful, learning how to be appreciative for what we have. And then we're like, wow, we have a great amount. 
And I'm even trying to teach that to my children and like trying to teach that to some of my friends. Like, yes, just live in that moment. Be thankful for what you are. And it's taught others. I am thankful for what I have. So what's next? Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I'm content. But now I want more because I want more of these in the moment moments. Right. So the next one is neglecting to set goals. Mm. Like neglecting to set goals, thinking about I'm happy. I'm good where I'm at. It's just she can do that. I don't, I don't but are you really? Yeah. yeah. Are you really or is it you're scared? So, so I think. For me, for me, I was scared. Yeah. And it's, I, with the jobs that we've had and the past that we've taken, we both have owned our own businesses at certain points in our life. And I still own my own business. And I, I have a group of women under me. And the one thing I was telling these women that decided to do the business, they were nervous to jump in fully And all I would say is do it scared. I was like, as long as you do it, you're doing it. I was like, so if it takes doing it scared, do it scared. What's the worst that can happen? You fall on your face. Okay, get up. You get right back up. And it's that moment where you neglect to do that, where you neglect to take the next step that can really keep you from fully being happy right it keeps being fulfilled like it keeps you from being fulfilled yeah it keeps you in that place to where how this episode is saying you know not content next it keeps you from going to that next level so and by pushing down your own dreams and desires you lose a little bit of yourself and it's just it's so crazy that it's so full circle every time we talk about these things where you know, I'll go into motherhood. You cannot pour into your children if you yourself are not full. So if you have neglected yourself. And this is the same thing with becoming a wife too. Like it's the same thing with starting a relationship, with starting a new career. Like you can't do any of these things without first being fulfilled from within. Yeah. And I think everything has a season. So there are seasons in life to where you you choose to be present as I am going to do 100% nothing but my new career that I just landed, you know, fresh out of college or right out of high school. And that is that season in life. You pour your heart into that and nothing else matters. And But then what's next? But you can't live there. You can't live in just 100% your career. You can't live just in 100% building that marriage. You can't live... 100% just being your children's mother. So you have to find the balance in all of that. And that's what we want to help you do. And we want to help you reach that goal because we are learning to find the balance just right along with you. Mm-hmm. We may be on chapter six and you're on chapter one, but we want to help you get to your next chapter. Yeah. And I, I think it's important too that we kind of preface that Again, happiness and gratefulness versus contentment gets mixed up a whole lot. It does. So in no way, I think, are we trying to say that you should never feel content because I've contentment had is contentment. amazing. It's amazing. But you, I honestly, I don't know anybody that has just lived in that space and been genuinely happy and grateful at the same time at a lived-in contentment. Like permanent lived-in minute. No. I've had moments of that, and then I'm there, 
And I think in my head, like, okay, I'm happy, I'm content, I'm fulfilled, I'm grateful. But then that season. But isn't there more? Right. Yeah. Not that I should be doing more. I do randomly feel that way, and then I start these projects, (laughs) i.e. this podcast. But, like, (laughs) there is more. So as serious as we are about this, we want you to take it lighthearted, and we want you to think, like, there's more for you. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be content. But what's next? So we labeled it not content because really if you are in that season where you're grateful and happy where you're at, you can also be not content. Yeah, just dissect your life. Whatever that means So we're talking right now like a big goal. Like starting a podcast is a big goal. And I have a YouTube. That was a big goal. Being more present on social media and, you know, branding yourself those are big goals but maybe your goal is you're not content with you know the way you buy your, your groceries every week right, and like meal planning it can you're be not that content simple. with that like I'm happy in life I am like crushing the mom game the wife game or I am you know I just scored a promotion at work but dang I cannot cook to save my life and I should really get on top of that Hi, my name's Brian. I'm not a cook so I meal prep and um just but that's Alexa a place in your cook. life that you weren't content in. So just so I did really something about it. Don't be overwhelmed with man. I should be I should be starting my own business or I should be, um, you know, running for the Senate. No, no, don't no. don't get overwhelmed Start by it. Little. Maybe you're not content. Hey, I'll be real honest. I'm not content with my pant size right now. I'm not content either. About okay, that. but so, you know what. You grow. You start. <laughs> We're not trying to grow like pants. Not actually grow another pants. But size. you grow in maturity, and you realize that I'm grateful for my body. I'm grateful for my health, but I'm not happy with it fully. And so I need to see what's next, and that might be jumping on my Peloton later. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm saying. It might be getting my butt to the gym a few <laughs> a few days a week because right now it's like one. Yeah. I mean, it could be moments as small as that, just getting yourself to work out. I yeah. sure need to do that. Or it could be huge dreams and huge goals, and we'll be there for you through it all. So we are so grateful that you are here, and we are going to wrap this episode up with this, a little quote and a little goal for you to take away. Happiness is synthetic. You either create it or you don't. So we want you this week to create a little goal for yourself to make yourself a little bit happier. It doesn't have to be big. This is our first episode. So let's all start small together. What is your goal this week, Brooklyn, to create more happiness for yourself? To help create my happiness, I was super honest and vulnerable when I said I'm not happy with my pant size. And now that my health is getting better and we'll We'll chat about health history on the episode, but honestly, my goal and what I'm not content with is right now is I'm not riding my Peloton that my husband got me for my birthday, and it's a real expensive, lots of pennies thing sitting in the corner, so my goal is to just jump on that, and it's three times, so we're recording next week. You got to hold me accountable. I will. Find an accountability partner for yes, these goals. Yes, that helps so much. Or leave them in the comments below so we can keep you accountable. Tell us on Instagram. I'll check back with you, all of you. We will. Yes, we'll check back with all of you. We'll ask you what your goal is. We're going to put up a post so you can keep us accountable too. Mm -hmm. What about you? What's yours before we jump off? A quick little goal of mine is to organize my bathroom. You guys, we're starting small. We're starting small, a tiny weekly goal, and 
Brooklyn seen my bathroom. It's a disaster. I keep my overall house clean. But my bathroom, not so much. So I'm going to keep it organized. Maybe I'll post a pic. You can show me you're dirty and you're clean. We'll do it together. I know the code to her house, so I'll sneak in and snap a pic. (laughs) I'll keep a real account. But seriously, we are so thankful you girls are here. And that's one thing I need to work on. I actually should make a second goal of saying the word girls because we are girl talk goals versus guys. I'm just used to saying you guys. It's like a a West Coast thing. So all my West Coast girls out there, you understand what I'm saying. Oh, and Floridians too? No, we we say y'all. In Florida? Okay, we're getting off topic. Anyway, we're so appreciative you're here. We are so grateful. We want you to not just be content. Think about what's next.